This is going to be one of those fake Twitter accounts, uh, Twitter accounts, right? Bofa? Who's Bofa? No, no, no. That's a real one. It's a real one? Who is it? Someone called Bofa D's? of Crew 3 Podcast. I'm Ruckman. With me as always are my co-hosts Chris and Ricky Jones. Say hello. I can't, hello. I can't help the stutter, man. Hello. <laughs> I laughed at her own joke. Yeah, Got him. Bofidis, son of legendary hero, hero testicles. Oh, man. 50% extra <laughs> profit, huh? Go for it. <laughs> yeah. let's, oh, let's see it. Let's, let's see, see him try. Let's see him try, huh? Oh, go, go to town. Go to do, do you think they'll listen to financial experts who care more about the game than players? Bro, Probably. Like, I just... <laughs> the jokes have been nonstop. They're so good. Aaron Forsythe is still trying to figure out why no one wants to play Standard. Who killed Standard? Does anybody know? Where are they at? Where are the Standard players? Dude, and like he's... The thing is, like, he was making fun of people who were answering him. Like, you see, like, one person was like... Personally, I think the complexity of the game has gotten too hard. It's not really an entry format anymore. Uh, notice nobody's playing standard and there's no vanilla creatures, right? Mm-hmm. And then Aaron Forsyth just like claps back with like, oh, we'll reprint Crawworm and that'll solve all the problems. And it's just like, Jesus. Like what? I'm telling what, you, what? One, of, one of the best jokes I have in C3W is Aaron Forsyth's shirt saying haters want it because yeah, the other already like me. Oh my God. <laughs> That it's I just, so true. I can't believe that, like, ugh, literally Bank of America has talked to more local game stores than Wizards of the Coast has. Like, Bank of America confirmed watches ALF investments. Oh my gosh. Maybe maybe Rudy is finally stepping in. You know, he's he's moving through with his great plan, saving this game, you know? I mean, we had to ban Karn. Yeah, I do you want to talk about what... The the great results of C3W where you and Chris banned Karn. We banned Karn. We we put him away. Teferi tried to tried to get him out, but it wasn't enough. We we put Karn away for good. I knew we I knew we had it in us. I'll say it all along. Ricky Ricky locked in that Coquina clutch. Chris unfortunately didn't hit any stunners this time. Oh man. I was trying though. Uh, Ricky locked in that Coquina clutch, it was one, two, three. And also I beat Paul of Yudonavadrosa in a can of beans, and I'm going to Crew 3 Mania. <laughs> what? Wow. That when is Crew 3 the... Mania? February? Yeah, we'll figure out when to do Crew 3 Mania. Okay. <laughs> Crew 3 Mania is always in summer. It's after SummerSlam. Yeah. I wanted... No, it's before SummerSlam. I wanted it's to put on a suit. Yeah, Crew 3 Mania is in like April. You always want to put on a suit. That's why you work at a suit store. I know. I wanted to put on a suit and uh, and, and do that. And then I love I loved the Ruckman uh, JR cosplay. Oh yes, Good old ZR. It was uh, ZR. ZR. Yeah, it was. It was. It was beautiful. And next time, I'll uh, I'll wear a suit or something and, and no, be the C three C three W is great. I love C three W, and I can't wait for me to main event Crew Three Mania. What? Now, some say mm-hmm. it's because I'm booking the whole thing, and I say you can go to hell. Uh, <laughs> we didn't. It's expect rigged. I know it's rigged because I'm on the inside rigging it. Beans to make it as far as they did. That was Honestly, the real standout of the Royal Rumble is the can of Heinz beans. If beans would have won, gone all the way, I would have supported it. Yeah, I also would have supported uh, Apollo winning all the way, too. Uh, that would have been great. Uh, we would have begged him to get on the show. 
And not sue us also. If Rosewater would have won too, that would have been a good one too. I don't think he would ever talk to us. There's no way, right? Even There's... if he won, if he went to WrestleMania, he would not talk to us. There's, There's no armed way. security guards protecting him from our opinions, you know? Right, yeah. Do you really think we're blacklisted from Wizards oh, at this point? Yeah. On, honestly, do I think we're on the <laughs> naughty list for sure. We are 100% blacklisted. Yeah, there's no way. Hate- With, we, like, we have consistently... Uh, don't get me wrong. We could do a little more outre- outreach. Maybe, maybe we will as, as life gets calmed down. We've been seeing that for the last year and a half uh, because, again, we, we pull in the bigger stars, right? The biggest stars, they come to Crew 3 Podcasts. But uh, as as big as we are to have gotten kind of absolutely nothing, uh, yeah, I, I think there's there's something going on there, you know, which is why which is why I will instead be going to the Storybook Brawl World Championships coming oh, up soon man. here, guys. Man, Ricky, Ricky, do, do we need to be tell? just so excited? I know that I know what you guys are thinking. Hey, what kind of comps are your favorites? You just hit me up in Discord and I'll my let favorite, you guys know. Uh-huh. My favorite thing about Storybook Brawl is how well documented uh, LSV's Twitter is about storybook <laughs> brawl uh, right. if you check up his twitter it's like so well documented about all the amazing things that storybook brawl has been doing and oh, how yeah. much he supported them as a company really great yeah. stuff absolutely absolutely i mean it means so much having such a big name behind it you know right um, not a fraudster at all massive financial backing there's this company i don't know if you guys have heard of them they're kind of like the enron of of financial services and, oh, Enron, uh, they made a lot of money, right? They they were huge. I mean, they were the biggest uh, energy company, I think, in Houston. Houston's, Houston's yeah. own. Yeah, Houston's own Enron company. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're not going to believe it. I have so much to share with you guys as time goes on. Man, I'm uh, looking so for a transition wild. away from that? Or? No, no, no. It's no, no. so <laughs> wild. All of it's so wild. Just like, I really can't believe that one Bank of America, like, stepped in and was like, is you guys is suck. It? Is Wizards really – is this a real right. company? Like, right. let's talk to Magic players. Y'all don't like Wizards? Does Wizards know that? No, they have no idea. Are they making too much product? What happened is a salty Magic the Gathering player got a job at Bank of America. Let's all, let's not pretend that's not what happened, okay? I'm not going to pretend for a second that Bank of America looked into Magic the Gathering just on a whim, okay? Uh, yeah. somebody, somebody who knew what they were doing got hired or was like, man, I might have something to say about this. And was just like, can I do this without losing my job? And the company was like, hey, it looks like you got enough documentation to do that, you know? Oof. I was watching like uh, a video article about like the Mox Pearl. Uh, I don't okay. know if you guys have been watching this, but like, uh, no, somebody opened, of course, from one of the like extra super secret early VIP Black oh, Lotus yeah, yeah, yeah. 7th edition uh, collector's edition fake card, uh, Mox Pearl. Uh-huh. And they got it instigated because they must have known somebody at uh, whatever the place yeah. is PSA, right? PSA or whatever. They got it yeah. graded 9.5 mm-hmm. and they've put it on eBay and it's like, it's bid up to like three thousand five hundred dollars, whatever, right? But like right. the bids are like ultra sus, and it's just right. Very, are we, we self bidding? My Little Pony Lover sixty nine is bidding just like sort of, three thousand dollars on there. It just, just like that sealed copy like, of Mario Kart levels of sus. It just looks like, you know, it's like well, you know, people are talking bad about this product, but if we make it look like this product is worth money, you know, not that like yeah. it's, it's of course not a wizard's, but you know, somebody else who's like already planning to buy a lot of this product or something, you know? This is, the, this is the same person who's like, what if we all group timeshare by a Black Lotus? Oh, man, yeah. So people are just like, there's just no way that this Black Lotus, like that this Mox Pearl, and it's like, the fact that it's the Mox Pearl, which means it's not like a desired Mox, it's not even in the old border, 
like that they're selling for like this high, like $3,500, just like, this isn't real. This is, this is a, this is a crisis actor event, right? Like this is just, there's just so much weird stuff going on. Wizards just needs to make good cards. I don't understand. I tell you what, they've made a lot of good cards in Brothers War. There are a lot of good cards in Brothers War. Uh, There's like 27 different types of booster pack you can open, though, to find those cards. And I'm not sure which ones are in which pack. Clearly, we just need to keep... uh, We got... Well, number one, we got lied to. There were no Transformer cards in my set box, even though they're guaranteed one every ten packs. Uh, But, like, I also haven't seen anybody open a set pack that had a Transformers cards in it. So, like, there's, like, no way that's true, I got a token. Or else, people been able to play, or else people would have been able to play... No, because you get draft packs at, at pre-release. Pre-release, yeah. Right. Right, okay, yeah. So they can't open and play the Transformer cards at pre-release. Yeah. Yeah, now the Shattered Glass Transformers, those are only collector those packs. Those are only collector but packs, but also so are the numbered artifacts, but also packs, yeah. you can still get foil of the artifacts that aren't numbered. So the numbered artifacts aren't really as special as it looks, right? Right, they're just numbered. Right. right, but also there's jumpstart packs, right? Yeah, and there's also commander decks, but there's commander cards that aren't in the commander decks, and those are in the set boosters. Those are the all, and those are the green cards because there's in a green commander deck. Right, um, except for the, I'm just I'm like lost in Brothers War product. There's you can open so much. like extended. You can open extended art and foil versions of the commander cards. And, Where's the uh, robot on the foil planes? It left. And it I'm hit. the caveman. How many of them got upshifted to mythic? There, you can pull the mythic Hercule in a collector's pack, pack, but you can't pull mythic Hercule in any other pack. You can only pull a rare Hercule in the other packs, but it doesn't. No, you can pull in, regu- in regular packs. It's the extended art Hercule that's uh, full. That's mythic. Oh, okay, because it's got like because it's got the mythic symbol on it, right? There's no other. Yeah, it's got yeah, s- yeah. Yeah, it's got slightly more art. <laughs> I just am. Brothers were such a good set, and it's okay. I feel like it's just Ricky, sort of... how did it? How did it feel to see my progression series pack opening luck in person with that set box? Yeah, that was insane. Ruckman's set box was like absurd. Like we were kind of like, oh, we'll open one at a time every so often, and then like the cards were just kept being good. Like we opened the first six, and like we opened like four mythics, and like, uh foil rares and like it's like well we got to stop there like there's no way it gets better (laughs) it was it was a 12 mythic box with several like good rare hits like we opened a gta off the list oh yeah yeah and you also hit the the 40 commander mythic yeah all your lands are basics that's like 40 bucks apparently you hit a, a mox amber yeah no transformers no transformers no, uh, so I'm still no upset about that. Diabolic intents. No. And no. I, I didn't uh, open a diabolic intent either. I opened a draft uh, boosters though, but I also got a box amber though. Yeah. Cool. I got. My, I got. I, I'm so glad I didn't break down and I got three box ambers. I'm Ruckman. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want I my last three, one? Yeah. Let me know. Uh, maybe. I mean, I have a regular one still. Ooh, mm, yeah, it's kind of a loser. You know, loser card to play that. So. Yeah, not really sure. Not really sure on that one. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you. I mean, I might be interested in just losing value on the trade just to have a matching set. Yeah, yeah but how how uh, how deep are you going to go of getting four ampersand bard classes? Uh, I'm. I get paid next Wednesday, Woo-hoo! and uh... <laughs> 
and the the TCG that's, buyback points, right? Wait for that. Sale. And my wife doesn't need to know. All right, <laughs> that's the OnlyFans payment right there, right? That's the uh, one. Yeah. That's the one she doesn't know about. Man, that's right. Uh, I wanted to point out because there was a lot of high level whining on Twitter this week because we've got a really hype episode for y'all today with the RC it's coming episode, up. We haven't mentioned it's episode one hundred and fifty, but also real quick, we've skated we've skated around the thing. Uh-huh. Um, Thank you, everyone, for making Extra Life such a smash hit this last weekend. Oh, my gosh. That that was huge. The biggest Extra Life yet. Uh, yeah. Man. Bridger, Bridger came in and rounded us up. He, he – someone – Bridger made a last donation to put us to 1500 It came in on Sunday, but I'm going to honor it, and we're going to add the mystery prize to the giveaway still. Hey, wow. there we go. Wow. Mystery don't prize on Don't let Bridger's generosity uh, go unnoticed. Uh, so we'll do the giveaways at the end of the episode, but again, thank you to everyone who did donate. And of course, I'm going to also give another shout out to G love who gave a very, very much appreciated $1,000 donation. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty big. That was again, single, single handedly unlocking and forcing me to play league of legends. Oh my gosh. We got to make that worth it. We got to find, like I said, we need, G love's got to give us what, what character they want you to play or let us pick the most frustrating character, whatever. I don't know how much league of legends they're aware of or play, but, uh, yeah. My wife has told me I have to play for at least like two hours. Right, you got to you got to get the people their money's worth. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, even if we rage quit, we got to load it back up again. Are we watching Scamilton? No, that's we got to vote for that. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Uh, it's it's either Scamilton, greatest con man, or Pinocchio. I vote for Scamilton. I ranked choice I, voting for Pinocchio. I would also vote for Scamilton. Uh, we also get to do the Lay Miz sing-along. Oh, uh, we're going to do the Speed Racer commentary. You just want to sit watch... us down to watch Speed Racer. That was a ploy. I know, right? That, that was, was one for that was, definitely, that was definitely a ploy. Now, unfortunately, we didn't hit $2,000, so we won't have the Ruckman watches all Fast and Furious movies and then has to in one go save the plots. Right. In one rant, recount the entire yeah. plot of all nine Fast and the Furious movies. That's right. And then uh, we are not going to do the live stream from Olive Garden. That was one I was hoping we would hit, but that's okay. Next year, next year. Next year, next year. That'll be the big goal for next year. But uh, again, thank you, everyone. We'll do the giveaways here at the end of the episode. Uh, lots of fun stuff. We did, like, the Pokemon does lock. We licked a lot of things in that. Chris would take a deli bird over a Gengar. I just want you to know that. It is Christmas time, Okay. Halloween is over. That means it's officially Christmas. Mariah Carey has is, it's Christmas. Mariah Carey has left the ocean. Okay, <laughs> and you guys disrespected all of that. Okay, look. Okay, I we have the seed. I can give you that, and you could beat our. You could if you want to play the Santa Claus playthrough. I can give you the ROM for it. You would be too embarrassed. You would be embarrassed at how much I would clean up on my Deli Bird run versus your Gengar run. Okay? I would like to watch you cast present 20 million times and you heal would your like opponent that. you I would, would like, like that. that i would mm-hmm. like that yeah you would we you need would. a team hey, leader before i got interrupted <laughs> uh i was talking about whiners on on twitter right. uh because there were professional whiners this week that were complaining about like pioneer being uh, shoved down down people's throats um i want to point out that like when modern was invented it got like Two of the first, like, several Pro Tours uh, after Modern was invented, like, became Modern, right? Like, they literally changed a format uh, of, I think, Philadelphia or something like that into Modern. 
to become a pro tour. Yeah, 2011 and then and then uh, one in 2012. So, like, I, I understand the modern player's frustration that there's going to be another Pioneer RC and you want to play modern, and I get that. I think modern does look really cool right now. But we, can they complain, yeah. though? Because every RC no, no, queue around them, me is modern. Let them complain. Let them complain. Right, right. I, I hear you. I hear you. And I, I just think that, like, hey, I think we're going to get a cool announcement for modern. I think that the... It takes one Google search is all it took me, right? I did this actually a while ago when I compared it. I'm bringing it back up again. It was in my bookmarks to look up the history of modern. You can go look it up and how it worked. You know, like new formats, they want to prop them up, right? So I get that maybe some people don't like Pioneer. I think it's an insanely great format. I'm sorry there's not as many free cards. I'm sorry that you didn't have to spend $10,000 on the format. I apologize for all of those things. Let's also be clear that the regional is... Pioneer, we don't know what the Pro Tour format is yet. Right, and I think that's I mean, the just, point. Is I think I there's mean, still going to Modern's just not a Pro Tour format. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool, casual format. Have fun right. at FNM. I can't wait for you guys to win every Modern FNM. Have a good time. But if you want to play professional big boy magic, you're going to have to play some Pioneer. Sorry, it's just the way it is. Get a good format. That's just the way it's supposed to be. That's just the way it is. I think the format's good. I think that Modern's a lot of fun. I do think that Modern, you know, will still have a couple top decks that are going to come to play at the big time events, but it does look really diverse. So I don't want to super complain about about Modern this time, but I, I just think it's ludicrous. Like, I think Pioneer has been fun pretty much the entire time, and a lot, again, just whiners. People want to play their free cards. Uh, but this is, this is like, not even as good as Modern Habit, given that we had COVID years to deal with and all those kinds of things. So... Like Pioneer is a great format. I don't know why everybody is is uh, just jumping on that bandwagon of kind of complaining about it. But like I said, we've got some we've got some hype to go over for this upcoming weekend, right, guys? And hey, legacy players, let us know where we can send the flowers. <laughs> there was some hype about legacy. Our, our old uh, Austinite Simon Song won the MTG Summit, which also happened over this past weekend. Uh, legacy event that was there. It was weird because their tournament software all crashed. So everything was just by Swiss standings. Yeah. So Simon went undefeated to uh, with with Is It Delver that ran counterbalance out of the sideboard, I believe. Ooh, Much to the commentator's uh, chagrin there to to win the event. So there you go. Yeah. Also, well, I want to point like, out about Summit real quick before we move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of like, oh, look, Summit was bad too. Magic 30 wasn't the only bad event. But if you look back at all the problems people were having with Summit... It was because too much Magic the Gathering was being played. Right. And as we know at Magic 30, there was no Magic the Gathering being played, so they didn't have any tournament software problems. Nobody played the game. (laughs) Like, I just think that, like, oh, look, their tournament software failed. It's just like, yeah, because people want to play and not just, like, buy inflated products that you're selling at, like, eBay prices at your home event, like, thing. Ugh, it just I just think Magic 30, the whole event, kind of still gross to me. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people trying to come back and like defend it and be like, oh, no, see, Magic Summit was bad, too. It's like Magic Summit was great. Everyone we talked to who was at the event had loved a blast, it. Loved, it, loved it, mm-hmm. and played it so great, much Magic the Gathering. See, like, it was great to see some of our Discord people meet up there and, and uh, meet and stuff like that and hang out. I love seeing that stuff. How you sweet know? was that? I know, right? That, that's like, that's a pretty actually magical moment, you know? Um, I would have gone if it if not for Atlanta next weekend. If Atlanta yeah. wasn't this weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, of course, as Ricky said, we got Atlanta next week, this coming weekend. And, of course, that's a Pioneer RC. So uh, we got a couple times to talk about this week. I want to do uh, a little bit of uh, 
we'll get our get our top. Usually we save our top ten for the Patreon, but I think it'll be kind of fun to do here for everyone. We also want to talk about some predictions and meta heading into Atlanta, and then uh, we want to talk about this Pioneer thirty k that just happened uh, for SCG in Philly over the weekend. So I say we start with Philly, we roll that into Atlanta, and then we do our top ten. What do you think? Let's do Let's it. Do it. Get into and then Philly. we give away some great prizes. Heck yeah. All right. So first up, this Pioneer 30K. A little weird. It was cut to top 12. I have been told and notified this was so they could, like, cut around from the event and essentially encourage people playing out what was the last round because it's a top, it was a cut to top 12, but the top four players – to get a first round buy of the single elimination. Rounds. I like that. That's kind of how a lot of the major sports things are going. And so yeah. I think that's pretty interesting. I don't think it makes sense for like the cap at 32 events that we that we kind of do at locals, but for, for larger sure. events, I like that. I, I got to say I'm pretty I'm pretty impressed. I mean, just starting yeah. off there, do you guys like that or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact player count off. Actually, I could figure out this. There's 272 players. So yeah, I mean, that makes sense for that event. I definitely like it and I I it is nice to see to I think make the last round matter. Right. I think in a lot of the local events, right? You know, you'll see just the top eight or like the top like four or six kind of draw in. Maybe you'll have the one person who's like, no, I want to play it out for seeding, right? Yeah. And I just kind of like making more magic need to happen. Yeah, I, it's it's funny because like I feel like my personal opinion on those is just like I get ready to go pretty early. Like I want to go to I want to hit up the Applebee's with the boys. So like if I'm out, then great. I'm out and I had some fun playing that day. Whatever these like big time events, I'll play every round even if I'm dead for day two, just to like play more magic and have some fun. So um, sure, I, I kind of have that that kind of view on there where it's like, hey, I love that last round mattering there. When I'm at a local RCQ, I don't mind being dead after round three and just rooting on the boys and, and whatever else. But I hear you that like I like I like at these bigger events. I like that that is the case. You're right. That is the case at those local events. You kind of know after round four if you have a chance or not, or even sometimes even round three, whether or not you have a chance or not. So, um, yeah, kind of interesting starting off there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so of course I we know who won. I don't know the entire like breakdown of top twelve because of just how melee reports right. So we know our top twelve is Robert Cedar Nazorius Control, Krishna Pai on Rakdos Midrange, Joshua Floro on Rakdos Midrange, Dan Peruzzi on Monoite Humans, Danny Jessup on Rakdos Midrange, Benjamin Riley on Golgari Elves. Andrew Taragio, or Turiago on Celestia Angels, Kellen Pastor on Monoite Humans, Daryl Ayers on Abzan Grease Fang, Vincent Vitaz- Vitanza on Gruel Boat, which is, of course, our winner of the event. Uh, then we have Ross Merriam on Is It Phoenix, and Adam Becker on Lotus Field. So a lot of these decks are pretty well known. Obviously, the big thing I want to kind of point out before we even talk about these, event- these decks is... Mono Green not making the top 12 here. Joseph DeJoy is the highest ranking Mono Green player at 13th place. So, and you got a couple others that just kind of barely missed the cutout there, right? Uh, but really, it's a lot of Rakdos in here, and then a couple kind of spicy decks. So, obviously, the three decks we kind of want to talk about, of course, Vin- Vincent's here with the Gruel Vehicles, the Gruel Boat, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I will plug now, uh, you know, don't usually plug a little other things, but if you're a premium subscriber to playing Pioneer, we do have an article that has gone up or will be going up by the time you hear this on the premium section that is a primer of the deck and a 
tournament report written by Vincent. So you should go Ooh, check that out there. There we go. Um, and then I do want to talk about this Celestia Angels deck list, which again is a deck we see kind of pop in and out online. Uh, and it kind of feels like whenever it does show up, it does get like at least the top eight finish right. Um, and then it just kind of disappears. And then we have Gugari Elves, a deck that I've just unabashedly loved this format. So uh, let's kind of talk about these deck lists here. Any any really thing you want to mention? The Rakdos deck, stuff like that. What do you what do you think of this kind of the top twelve makeup in general here? Oh, this is a format. I love this format. Like this is a great top twelve. Yeah, right. Such a like wide variety of decks. All like it, I just think this this show is like this isn't just the mono green and Rakdos show. You know, I think that Brothers War is going to make things a little harder. Yeah, but uh, I like this a lot. And man, I could I could write a sermon on Ross Miriam's Phoenix list. I love this list. What do you like about it? <laughs> um, I really like the uh, the phoenixes double sweltering <laughs> suns in the sideboard. Okay, I'm on similar. I, after testing and everything, I think I, I need to be on two sweepers. I'm going to try one suns, one brotherhoods over. Um, I love. Uh, I, the only thing I don't love is the two crackling Drake. To be completely honest. Get those Jaya's uh, in there. Double Spike Field Hazard, Double Spell Pierce Main. That's pretty hot. I think he's a little light on Charter Courses, in my opinion. But uh, like one thing in the ice, four Ledger Shredder. I'm I'm on three to two because I think the thing in the ice is so good against Mono Green that you kind of want to play the things more main. But he does have the two things in the sideboard. Yeah, uh, I just think this list is so clean. I think it's really good. No, that's fair. That, I think the... then I just want to see like such a. I want to see a player like Ross Miriam piloting my favorite deck. That's always fun to watch. This looks like the most expensive deck in... Oh, just kidding. There's a Rectos player there. I say it's almost the most expensive <laughs> deck in top eight, but then uh, Danny Jessup went and ruined that with, I'm sure, some some black cards in the Rectos list. Uh, uh, I'm impressed by two... Angels is excessively more expensive, too. Yes. Yeah, true. It's actually not a ton more expensive, but uh, like 50 bucks, but um, Angels, two copies in the top 16. I, I was not expecting that, you know? Like I said, it, it's a deck that, again, kind of disappears from online play. Mm-hmm. But when it does show up, I think it always catches everyone off guard, mostly because just how resilient and, like, hard this deck hits, right? It, it, it gains so much life so fast that it it easily outpaces the, the Rakdos decks, mm-hmm. or, sorry, the aggressive decks. And then adding things like Sarah Paragon now to the deck list, uh, the addition of Realm Walker as well here. Yeah, because we, uh, we took t- out the combo. That's surprising to me. Yeah. Well, the combo yeah, doesn't win you the game. It just not loses you the game for a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. So, and Besaju kind of so, stops it, so I understand that. Yeah, so so Realm Walker, uh, a card that we didn't really play before, and then, of course, the new Sarah Paragon, I think, just gives you a little extra draw power, a little extra go power, and killer keeps things moving. Without the book... Should we still be playing Mutavolt, do you think? It's still a tax, it's still an angel. Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not doing anything for the first couple turns, to be honest. So like I you know. But it's an angel but like Righteous the Angel is gonna give it plus two plus two. Yeah. I guess Giada counts the number of angels you control. Yeah. And if it dies you can play it out of the yard with Sarah Paragon. Okay, alright. I'm just thinking like Cave of the Frost Dragon or something else instead. Mm. I think that like Mutavolt's definitely way better. Sure. Yeah, sure. But I like this list. This list is cool. Three Guardian of the Faith in the sideboard. God, can we just get... Like, don't get me wrong. I want to jam this list so bad. But 
we need a reprint of Resplendent Angel. You don't want to drop 124 on this, like, random commander card from M15? I really don't. Surprise, surprise, I really don't. I think Sarah Paragon's a sweet include. Sarah Paragon, I I think, is just sadly missing from Pioneer. I think there's a lot of cool stuff you could do with her, like, hey, all these Fable Mirror Breaks run around. That works pretty good with Sarah Paragon. Sarah Paragon's a uh, sick one. Yeah, is it for sure. Uh, on MTGO? I don't think it is. Okay, because you said it like like I'd like to see Sarah Paragon around more, and I was thinking like, is it because like it it just doesn't work on MTGO or something? No, or, it's, or your it's opponent just, it's, gets to like draw seven cards when you play it. So, no, the problem with Sarah Paragon right now is with like mono green stuff like that running around. You don't really get value off of her unless you can play a land, and that requires you to like also play her on like turn four, like five to do it. So it really it does really slot weird where it, like it has to be like you're playing this late game. Like, you're playing this, like, with seven lands in play, and you can play a two-drop from your yard, right? So right. It, it just requires a slower format, which Mono Green doesn't allow to happen. Well, Mono Green only has four Cavaliers, and all these Angels be flying up in here. Yeah, know? so true. But, I mean, and then, of course, we got to talk about, like, there's a Golgari Elves list in here. I know, I you know... I'm glad someone's making Llanowar Visionary work. I've never liked the card in the deck, though. It draws you a card. Yeah, I don't know. And, like, Jaspera Sentinel, there's just a couple picks here that I'm not super into. Right. I Don't get me wrong. I love Elves, and I'm not going to try to downplay their placement here. It's just a lot of deck building choices I personally wouldn't have made when I played my Elves. Pause deck. for Reflection is kind of a wild card to play in the sideboard. <laughs> Just uh, use your elf tokens to convoke a fog. Yeah, just convoke a fog. Stain the mind. I love in this deck. Yeah, and anyone remember dark betrayal? I do remember existing? dark betrayal. Kill children. Does kill children? That's right. No, this deck list is sweet, and of course, we'd be risked if we didn't talk about Gruel Boat. Uh, four elvish mystic, four Llanowar elves, two scavenging ooze, four bone crusher giant, four love struck beast, four reckless storm seeker. Three Lava Coil, four Seekers Chariot, three Sky Sovereign Console Flagship, four Crone War. Bunch of lands here. Uh, hey, if, you, someone, if you're someone who went and picked up the Challenger deck, here's a great thing to kind of move your collection into now. Right? I mean, 20 bucks for your set of Sky Sovereigns is not, not too bad. I think it comes no. with a Sky Sovereign, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. Uh, like Eskis Chariots, you can pick up pretty easily. They're kind of still around from Standard. A Crone War is like a bulk rare. Buy your Gigantas now. I'm not even kidding, though. Real talk, buy Gigantas now. They're 550. They're only going up. People are still playing this. Yeah. Buy your buy all your companions now. I like the Embercleaves in the board here, though. Embercleaves, the board in. You, you know something's up when opponent doesn't show their Gigantha. The, fr- the three running volley and then one fry is kind of wild. We're here for Teferi. I don't know what fry hits specifically over rending volley. Teferi. Like like the Azorius Teferi? Yeah. Is he around? The I mean, one? if there's a random blue light control deck. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess it kills, like... I mean, it's it's just good against, like, the mono-white and Adelaine decks, right? Yeah. I probably put in random work against angels. That's kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. But Lotus Field combo is here. Like, this just... It's just a wild event. I love it. Yeah, this just shows like. Thanks, Philly. We'll come back. Yeah, thank, thanks, Philly, for for giving us a sweet pioneer event. But of course, the sweetest pioneer event 
is going to be, well, I say the sweetest because there's going to be other Pioneer regionals, right? We're just really focusing on American regionals in Atlanta, but we're in regional season, so get ready for some sweet, sweet high-level Pioneer action. And yeah, so let's talk about what we kind of think are the stories heading into Atlanta. Obviously, what were you going to say? Ruckman, if if I wanted to, you know, this girl boats deck, if I wanted to take that to Atlanta, how could with only one week to go, as of the time recording this, and only a day or two to go uh, once the episode comes out, uh, how would I find out information about it on so quickly? I mean, is there some kind of information I could find somewhere that might tell me about the girl boat deck? Uh, Yeah, like I said, you can go... To playing Pioneer and read that sweet premium primer we just posted about it. That's exactly what I wanted to know. Thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, so Atlanta is coming up. And by the time you're hearing this, deck lists have been submitted. So I'm not going to really kind of go into what deck you should be playing at Atlanta. Uh, but I do want to kind of talk about what decks or what the story is going into and coming out of Atlanta we think are going to be. Obviously, the story in everyone's mind is Brothers War is legal. And the, the first choice everyone makes going to Atlanta, do we be the bad guy and just succumb to mono green or do we go prepared with something else? Uh, I think obviously Rakdos mid-range is a big target on its back in this event. Um, so I think to also think about going into this event, it's open deck list. So there are going to be no surprises in your matchups. Uh, just recently, of course, we had Explorer being featured in Worlds. And we saw like one Rakdos mid-range deck versus a field of Rakdos sacrifice. Do you think something like that could happen this event? Where, especially with things like Diabolic Intent coming into the format, giving a boost to Kari Zev's expertise, I can definitely see it. So what are your guys' kind of thoughts as we head into Atlanta? Obviously, the big story is Mono Green. Do we want to start there or do we want to start somewhere else? I start with I mean, the Mono Green. I think that Mono Green is going to be... Probably. I honestly think it's not like not fake. People aren't just like, you know, joshing around pretending they're going to register mono green. I think that mono green is going to be the most represented deck at Atlanta. I don't think it, do I think it'll be the highest performing deck? I'm not sure, but I think it'll be the most represented deck. And I think people who are like new to the format or have not put in time with the format are going to see the signs and just play mono green. I my opinion is actually that Rakdos is going to be the highest played deck. Really? Yeah, just because I think that Rakdos has been the strongest for a while, so I think more people are likely to pick up and play Rakdos than they are mono green. You know, mm-hmm. that's a that's a good point too. And so I just I've seen a lot of people playing Rakdos, I've seen a lot of people um, prepping with it, I've seen a lot of people talking about it, you know, claiming it's the best deck. So. Um, that's the deck that I would think would come at number one. I think Mono Green will be pretty close behind, just given that once you see the spoilers, you know you're you're you've got to be pretty hyped because I I real I really do think unfortunately, you know, um, Karn Karn was so good before. Like a lot of people were talking that like, well, Karn was so good before. You don't really need these upgraded tutor targets. I'm not sure that's true. I mean, I, I do think that that Karn. <laughs> I think the tutor targets you're getting here are vastly superior upgrades to what they're I, replacing. I, I think, like, against against Phoenix, you've got uh, Stone Brain, which is pretty important. You've got some of the protection stuff. You've got, you've got like, at least three upgraded versions. Um, Tandy, so Todd Anderson's uh, Twitch account, has a little list that they were putting forth, I think, on Twitter. And it was definitely mono green with, like, three new cards as uh, tutor targets for mono green on the board. So, uh, yeah, one of those things to 
to keep an eye out. I mean, you know, going into this event, I would say, and I still think it is a deck to kind of watch is we've seen Karuga Fires kind of make waves in the format, right? Mm -hmm. Enigmatic kind of make waves being built off the fact that um, Leyline Binding and um, Temporary Lockdown are very unanswerable threats. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, Mono Green is getting another toy to help combat that with Haywire Might. I, I think it's kind of definitely a card that has also gone to the radar of potential Karn pickups here, but I've secured a few foils nice. in my, my pre-orders, right? I think it's very important. Now, I do think Enigmatic is still going to be very good heading into all the Rakdos matchups, but, you know, you do run the risk with Leyline Binding blowing up one of those, getting a reset off of a Cavalier Thorn so we just backbreak for your opponent, right? Now, getting back a Old Growth Troll... Probably not as impactful, but getting back a Cavalier, giving them a chance in another Nykthos, that's pretty big. It's pretty huge, right? Yeah. Um, and so, but I do think that the Karuga Fires deck are heading into this event, I think are one of the decks that's going to try to really kind of, hey, I am targeting these top two decks and I'm just going to kind of let the rest of the format happen around me. Mm-hmm. I hear you. The, the, it's definitely the deck uh, making some waves. And uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with it. You know, I think that it's kind of a slow port over from modern. And so uh, those decks always take some time to flesh out, right? Like everybody, everybody kind of jumps on them. They seem interesting. They, and they do powerful things. It's not like, it's not like fires of invention is the new kid on the block, right? Fires of invention was one of the things people were kind of worried about uh, early on in the format, right? Like, was that card too strong because of how strong it was, it was performing in standard. So, I mean, you know, not like this is a totally new version of the deck, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's just kind of a it's kind of a updated version of the deck. So it's got a strong core, a core that's been performing in Pioneer for for quite a while. But but I'm not sure that that's the deck you want to be playing, given how new that it is with some of these new cards coming out. Right, like you're you're pretty easily hated out. You are relying on a couple cards, but who time will tell. Right, I think it's a deck that that is performing strongly right now. Yeah, and of course. If Mono Green makes it big, the question everyone's mind is, does Wizards finally step in? Um, no, we had to do it. We, were, we had to do it. That's we've right. already established this. Uh, me and Chris have already banned Karn after the uh, after the event, and I don't care if Mono Green does well or not. Karn's not a fun card. It's bad fire design. It was not even fire design, right? It's pre-fire design. No, it's fire design. It's, it's fire war. design. Um, like it's bad. It's, it turns off a lot of cards in the format. It turns off a lot of Brothers War, all the really cool cards we could be talking about. Like, we could be talking about all these sweet, like, City Side, like how City Side Leveler is, like, an insane card. Like, we could be talking about, like... Mc- how does Karn shut that off? Oh, he doesn't shut that off, but, you know. Can you unearth? I actually don't know. Can you well, unearth because it's from the yard? Uh, it's a cards in play, so you can't unearth. Okay, gotcha. But he shuts off all your Power Stone tokens. He shuts right. off, like... Sure. Uh, no, Power Seize, not, is he non-mana abilities? No, he turns off mana abilities, no, too. right. That's uh, why my skin Lattice ends Lattice. the game. Right, yeah. That's right, yeah. Like, there's just a lot of cool things you could be doing with Artifacts that uh, Karn turns off, which isn't yep. fun. Yeah. Surge Engine? I want to play Surge, Surge Engine. Engine. We've never had a chance for Aetherworks Marvel to really have a time in this format. Oh, man. Uh, but like things Is like, that deck good? Probably not. But again... It dealt with the fairy, now it has to deal with Karn left over. Yep. Right. Trying to spin the wheel. It's like, man, you want to deal with 
mono greens artifacts. You could play Haywire Might, except yours won't work. Yeah. Like, it's just sort of like... Mono green, though, they're playing Haywire Might. Right. That, That's theirs target. will work, yeah. Except it won't if the mono green opponent has also a Karn out. It's just, it's just a mess. Like, Karn is the best card in artifact decks, best card against artifact decks. It's not fun. Like, there's cool hardened scales decks that could be played, and yes, like, it makes Grease Fang better if Karn's not around, but, like, that's fine, too. Like, you can easily beat Grease Fang by playing Graveyard Removal, but, like, Karn is a little harder to deal with. Not every color yeah, they, can answer a Planeswalker. They, they just gave us that new uh, one-minute discard spell. Dreams of Stealing Oil? Dreams of Stealing yeah. Oil, yeah. To beat up on uh, Grease Fang, yeah. That's right. Dreams of NASCAR. Dreams of NASCAR, Ray, oh, man. Raise hail and praise Dale. I was waiting for it. I was uh, waiting for it. I... All right, I now need an altar of like the Dale Earnhardt flag in the in the art like above his head or whatever instead of the Frexian symbol. Right. All right. New goals in life. New goals. It in could life. be in bad taste because uh, original Daryl Dale uh, Earnhardt is is no longer with us. Right, but that, like, well, maybe just alter a flag. Maybe he's got a flag or a symbol or something. You know, like his number. Dale I, Earnhardt. I told you... Dale Earnhardt lives on in all of us. Yeah, know? like he's he's a he's the spirit of the sport. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I see. Have I told you that Merrily's like third cousins with Dale Earnhardt? So I don't even I don't I don't know what a third cousin is. What is a third cousin? I don't either. I'm just gonna let Ruckman uh make that you claim just have it. and I'm not you gonna challenge it. that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it, buddy. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Does that mean does that mean you let her drive or how does it work? No, I have to drive a lot of the time. No, I was gonna she say he's driving. Being, mm. He was the intimidator, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So, but, uh, I just want to see Karn banned. I don't even care. I don't care how it does. I think it's going to do well this weekend. Uh, but of course, as we know, uh, top prize will be going to, is it Phoenix, uh, piloted by me? I will be winning the event. Uh, if you do not wish to stand in my way, you know, Atlanta is a really fun city and there's lots of cool side events at DreamHack. Uh, but I will be there playing and winning the event. Don't at me. Ricky's going to give all of his losing and all of his opponents he beats free tickets free to the stickers. Coca-Cola Museum. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I do have stickers, though. Do you have stickers? If anybody sees me at Atlanta at, in any form or fashion, they, you can probably ask me for stickers. Yeah, we, we loaded Ricky up on Crew 3 stickers, and he's bringing a bunch of Playing Pioneer stickers to hand out to the rest of the Playing Pioneer crew that are going to be there, too. So we'll have plenty of stickers going around. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, so... Any other any other Atlanta thoughts? I mean, obviously, best of luck to our boy Ricky. Best of luck to all the rest of the playing Pioneer team. Going to be their best luck to our boy Ed. I really think that something wild that we're not thinking of is going to do well. I don't think it's going to be a control deck. Uh, like, people who are talking about, like, the Nassif blue-black deck. Um, My god. If Azorius Control wins... They're gonna have infinite supplies of copi- of supply of copium. Yeah, that's how that's how it works. Every Azorius control player survives off the last wins copium. Yeah, uh, does that mean you're gonna buy back into it for the fifth time, Ruckman? <laughs> <laughs> It'll only be the third time, oh, okay. and no, I'm not. No, okay, all foil again. I still have half the deck. Honestly, I uh, we could <laughs> buy back re- in. We could buy back in. There's a it lot. Would just be re- Go ahead. It would be it would be rebuying the Teferis mostly. There's a lot of really cool uh, storylines like you said going on for this event. Like aspiring Spike is going to play, I think LCQs along with like 
Doomwake to try and qualify. There's a lot of people who I've heard whispers of brewing up some spicy decks. So I'm really hopeful that we get some really, really cool decks coming out of this and not just a mono green in Rakdos Slugfest. It's the first time in a long time Pioneer is going to take the big stage. And it's really going to be the biggest stage, I feel like, the American regionals that Pioneer uh, has been on, really. Yeah. You know? So, there I mean, are other regionals that are just not happening this weekend, right? For sure. But, I mean, you, you, even then, right, um, except for some of the other you know, big conglomerate right. regions. Just, we just need a better, like, turnout than the last, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! YCS, where what was it, like, 60% of the format was on, like, tiers, or, like, Ishizu Tiralaman or whatever? Yeah. Those are words. The uh, That's also funny, is that Yu-Gi-Oh! got trolled by the blue check mark by somebody posing as Konami and posting a fake ban list banning all the cards everybody is complaining about. Oh no! <laughs> Everybody was like, "This is real," and it's like, "Nope, sorry." Like Yu-Gi-Oh in shambles. Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh stock market dropped, oh, but they did unban Kanye West. Oh man, he's never unbanned. The uh, <sighs> Atlanta's going to be a blast. I do think that there's going to be some like decks that come out of nowhere and do well from the top rope, and, like Phoenix. Just drop them from the top of the steel cage. I think just that off the top of Hell in a Cell. Exactly. I just think that like. Everybody's ready for the the big mono green menace and the Rakdos decks, right? And playing the Rakdos mirror all day, and they're just That's not right. going to see like something dumb, like angels or something, come up. Yeah, you know, you know me. If I if I was in the mix, I'm playing sack. I'm gonna be taking all the guys. We're gonna be throwing all the ovens. Throw them into the di- diabolic intent. Intent. That's right. Darkman would have I'll spread all my sorts def- of intent. My nefarious deeds all across Hazard County. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good reference. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the Linux would be great. I uh, can't wait to talk to Ricky about the aftermath of it and kind of go over everything that happened. Should be a fun time. But I think it's time, again, since Brothers War officially released this weekend. And, look, the Patreon's already getting a really fun exclusive of our video version of the Cats 2019 commentary. Which, right. again, I am sorry. I am so sorry for it. I apologize. Just, honestly, I don't even need to put Ricky in mine's video. It's, it's just going to be Chris's view it's the just whole time. Chris just sitting silently the whole time. Just losing his mind. My mind was not lost. It was taken from me, okay? Uh, uh-huh. We're going back to Kamigawa because my mind is that which was taken by yeah. this nonsensical... Uh, furry, weird dream that was Cats 2019. Yeah. Your mind's telling you no, but your body's telling you My yes. body's also telling me no, okay? Yeah. Oh. Body <laughs> is say, shut right. down. I'm pretty body sure. is not a jellical cat or a dancing cockroach or whatever else. Uh, after we watched that, I was on Twitter and I saw a random meme of like Obi-Wan Kenobi and it like the caption instead of you were the chosen one, it was like you were my jellical choice. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" I had to. I I couldn't even save it. I just had to drop my phone right there and run to escape more cats. That's amazing. All right, but so since Patreon's already getting that, I figured we'll give everyone else the joys. Uh, slightly more condensed version of us arguing about our top five list for the set. Sure. I got um, my I got my top five. Now, and I'm not typing now it of out. Course, so that way, y'all can't make fun of me the entire time and just plan my downfall. Now, of course, <laughs> I think we can all agree that tier zero just already are just like the big Karn targets in Woodland Automaton and Stone Brain. Essentially, just Karn is the best card 
in Brothers War, right? Right. Yeah, Karn's the best card in Brothers War. Okay. So Non-Karn cool. target cards is what we're going to list here. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Who wants to go first? Can I can I go first with my number five? You can go first with your number five. Are we just going to go one at a time? Or are we going to just like let's slam our one through fives? Let's just slam our one through fives. All right. Hit hit me with your one through five, Ruckman. All right. Number five. Right. Hajar Loyal Bodyguard. I knew I don't you know. were going to put this on there. What does that card do? It plays it's, in Bard class. So it is a red and a green for a 3-3 three, three legendary creature. Okay, that, that also sacrifices it to give your other legendaries indestructible plus one plus one to let it turn. So it is another free spell <clears throat> for Bard class. It's an aggressive body, and it protects your board against Wraths. Makes sense to me. Number four, Diabolic Intent. Number four is Diabolic Intent, huh? Yeah. Okay. Number three, Urza and the Family Jewels. You you need to stop. You went first because you read mine somehow. What? I continue. Stealing Ricky's number t- Number two, Brushland. Loser. Wow. And number one, Gix. Right. Well, I have I do have different I have different picks slightly. Okay. But you kinda you kinda stole some thunder there. Okay. All right. Do you want to go next then? Man, I kind of want to let Chris go next and just ruin everything that I ever planned, right? Okay. No, listen, uh, we always know that my top five is always the most spicy. I always pick a random uncommon that I think is going to be the spice, and you're going to see it five years from now in Aspiring Spike's uh, Pioneer deck when the format goes to heck. You're gonna, he's uh, going to look back at these and remember all these cards that I said were good. I'll go. I'll go. All right, all right. go. I pick number five, Phyrexian Flesh Gorger. Okay, That's yeah. the the seven mana prototype guy. That yeah, can I can I get the can, I, can I get the judges in on this? Does that count as a Karn target? I'm gonna say it's no. not a Karn target. What do you mean it's not a Karn target? It, it, just because it can be tutored by Karn? Well, yeah. hey, because it's an artifact. It doesn't do anything in the mono green deck. I mean, I would have also like I probably would have switched from my picks to like Frexian Portal, but yeah. Oh well. Uh, number four, Diabolic Intent. This card's too good to not be on my list. Yeah. Number uh-huh. three, yeah, yeah. Big Urza. Why? Urza, Urza a and the Urza family jewels. Big stupid blue white player uh, is gonna try to like shove Yorian and both of these in there. And God, if they flip their Urza, you lose. I don't care what the game state is. I think if Urza flips, you you've got an uphill battle. Uh, three is Brotherhood Ends or Brothershood's End or Friendship Ended with Mizra. Uh, it's like three mana to deal three damage to each creature and each Planeswalker or destroy all artifacts that cost three or less. I think it's just going to like replace like Sweltering Suns in Phoenix uh, or Anger the Gods even in some decks if there's less graveyard important decks. Uh, number one is going to be uh, Paramore because I'm in the business of Misery. We'll take it from the top. The body is a 2-2. It's ticking like a clock. Misery's Shadow is definitely the best card in this set. Round of applause for that one. That was well done, Ricky. That was good. Claps. I don't know if you can hear my clap on the thing. You, Maybe I it goes can't hear your one. clap, but yeah. But, you, but we can hear but it on the people recording. people can. The people can. And the people are what matters. People are why we do this podcast. It's a lot of peas for a man with a little bit of a stutter. I mean, but I'm here. I never meant to brag, right? Uh-huh. But I got it where I want it now, yeah. right? Right. It's never my intention to brag. Mm-hmm. Never. But Except Ruckman took you, it all away from me now. Except for when you claimed you were going to win the RC. Actually, that was, yeah, that's intentional. I mean, if 
So why go if you don't? We're, we're going to be listen. We're going to be cheering for you the whole time. Listen, I am so proud of you guys. You guys have kicked so much butt this past season. <laughs> then, then Chris Wallace is with, but you're never going to win. No, not at all. Uh, I think you absolutely can do it. I think you absolutely you. could do it. There was there was no butts coming. Um, only I'm not a no, I'm just only love. Okay, bef- before Chris goes here, uh-huh. what what spot on his list, Ricky? Do you think he has Mishra's command? He has Mishra's what? Mishra's command. Uh, Mishra's command is going to be number two for Chris. Okay. All right. Any other weird pick you think is going to show up on? Oh, he's going to have like defabricate like number three, like number five. I don't think so. You guys are you guys are really good. You guys are really good. Nobody knows me that well. You know. Uh, yeah. You guys are wrong, but there you could be right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a uh-huh. timeline where like I just eat a different Oreo like three hours before the show, <laughs> and that's that's the energy difference in me picking what cards. You know what I'm saying? Like butterfly yeah. effect type situation. We were we were real close. You guys are not uh, crazy. It's okay. I, I almost picked Monastery Swift Spear five times. So <laughs> my card that I, I really can't believe anybody's talking about, and, and maybe I'm just missing something with with some of the uh, stuff. And I get that it's got restrictions, but Lay Down Arm seems like a decent removal spell to me. You know, it's a sorcery, so that's that's probably the problem with it. But um, there are so many Shocklands, Trilands, all that stuff. You know, that's my honorable mission. Mistress Command is on my list. It is number five. It is number five. It's just, uh, you know, a decent card. It's two heroic targets. It's already got a deck that it goes in. So Mistress Command is my is my number five. You know, I feel like that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't think anybody can super argue that it's a ridiculous pick. It's already got a deck that it goes in. Um, you can cast it for more, and I think it's got reasonable effects. Mistress Command is my number five. Wait, what uh, was laid on arms? Light on Arms was my was my honorable mention. It was an honorable oh, mention, honorable just a card mentions. that I really. Oh, my honorable mention is both has a Titania. My honorable mention would yeah, be Gix. Enough. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, just a card that I'm surprised. I think there's a lot of powerful cards. Just a card that I thought was a decent removal spell that that uh, for one mana that's not seeing any uh, conversation. Number four for me is Third Path Iconoclast. Oh, I I looked at that card. And I, I know. I you, knew if it. you'd have seen it, you would have realized it was going to be on my list. You know. Um, that in in a, again, to a lesser degree, kind of Sahili for like token makers. Um, Uh I think that token makers are going to be good, whether or not they're Sahili to go with like, um, creativity shenanigans or iconoclast, just, you know, feed our young peasy shenanigans. I think that's a pretty decent card. And I definitely know it's going to see some play at least at your locals, at least your local. It's going to be a pretty sweet one. Pick up some foils while you can. Uh, it's a pretty sweet card. Uh, my number three is arcane proxy. I did not view this as a Karn target, but this is the uh, Snapcaster bot. Yeah. yeah. So this one I think is is the pretty one that decent. Casts the Cascade spells in Modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. this is exactly right. This card, this card, I think is decent in Pioneer as well, especially with like Power Stone tokens. Um, this is kind of your um, blue Gear Hulk, um, like six and seven, or you know five and six, I should say. You know. I don't know that you're going to play a ton of it because obviously the Blue Gear Hulk has Flash where this card this doesn't. Can't cast, uh, this can't cast uh, Magnum Opus. Right. It does not cast Magnum Opus. Yeah. I- I'm thinking more of like a control show. The card that this casts, honestly, guys, is Engulf the Shores. That's the important card that this casts, <laughs> if you want to ask me. That's that's where I'm probably going to be casting this card, to be honest with you. Uh, but it also casts cheap removal spells on like a blue-black version with the Blue Gear Hulk, right? Um, I think there's a lot of ways this can kind of go where, like, again, with black, it gets back either removal spells or diabolic intent if you want to do it that way. However you want to do it, 
and it plays well with Power Stone tokens uh, along with our with our Blue Gear Hulk. So that's why our Camp Proxy went number three. My number two is Diabolic Intent. I think that card is is quite a bit better um, as a reprint, and I'm not going to say any more of it than that. Again, it's just a really, really strong card to get out of your combo, whatever it may be, um, including our Body of Research deck, Ricky. When are, we, when are we bringing that one back? When is Body of I've Research? I've lost all hope for Body of Research. We've lost all hope of Body of Research, huh? I have um, the pieces, I think, still around, so if you want to play... lost if you want to Bard class. If you want to pick up where I, where I failed, I have all the pieces to the deck. Uh, and I'm you too can, creative can, for that, Ricky. I'm too creative, okay? Right. If you right. want to continue Ricky's research... Yeah. No, I don't. So number two for me is Diabolic Ten, and then number one is Gix. I, again, I don't know how strong it's going to be, but it's the most obviously powerful card in the set, right? It's a card that you look at and you go, "Man, that's got a really powerful effect. It's got a strong body. Um, it's got some outside text that, again, if you can pay a million mana, is extra good." Um, so yeah, just a really strong for like a black aggressive deck, and I think you're going to see quite a bit of that. Man, I tell you what, Gix is so hot, we just got to hose him off in the summertime. <laughs> Uh, put her in Did the stab and there, there's a there's a card in the set called unleash shell yes <laughs> we opened it and left at it cute, <laughs> cute one wizards you know the design of the cards has been good other than the static ability planeswalkers i think we talk about it all the time like the cards in the sets have been pretty fun like we're pretty big fans of that it's mostly yeah. the business decisions that have been that have been pretty terrible along with the rest of corporate america right like i lost my chris bingo today I thought oh, yeah? for sure oh. he would put Curate back on his list. <laughs> he would see <laughs> yeah. that Curate is in this set with that now says Surveil 2, and he would have, like, put that high. Yeah. yeah. Oh, real, we forgot to talk about Ricky fell into the, ti- the, the Twilight Zone that I did in my last pre-release by making the same mistake of playing at the store that I played at last man, time. I, oh. That guy and, is a passionate, passionate man, and I love him for it. However... A four-round pack-per-win 6.30 start time pre-release should not be waiting for round three pairings at 10.30 p.m. That's just not... That's four hours already passed, and I've only, I'm only in round two. Please, for I couldn't believe time. it when you said that. When you texted that to the group, I, I really... I thought you were joking, and then I was like, oh, wait, it's the same person that Ruckman was talking about who I just, just thinks my- their opinion on magic is just so important. It needs to take two hours. I just took my packs and, and went to Ruckman's house. I was just like, whatever. And then like at 1230 when I'm like literally, we're like, all right, we're all set for tomorrow. Let's go to bed. Good night. I lay down and I get a ping of like round four has now ended. And I'm just like, oh my God. Dodged it. Dodged it for sure. Dodged, cool. dodged in the chat. Yeah. All right. So those are the individual top fives. What are, what's, the, what's the combined top ten here? Obviously, kicks number one. None of you put shade Misery Shadow. I like in, Misery yeah. Shadow. You, and you I'm been... going to let you know, it's probably because I've been playtesting for Atlanta, and everybody is playing Misery Shadow in Rakdos, and it's so good, and it's so brutal, and I am, I, like, it's really, it's a, such a good yeah. card. But okay, you're, because well, like, you're playing I, Phoenix, though, right? Let's be yeah, clear. I okay. also, I'm also <laughs> playing Mono Green. Okay, I was going to say, it was like, I'm playing Mono Green for exiled, testing. Then, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, an old growth troll that's a good against. I can be talking about Cavalier. This is this is not one of those times like usually happens where we kick Ricky out into the alley, we shut the door, he becomes a jellical cat, and then get, becomes the jellical choice, gets sacrificed up into the yeah, sky. Yeah, I want to fight for five or four, for five or four for Misery Shadow. I I won't. I, I am fine with four for Misery Shadow. Okay, I'm like I got to fight for that card. I think Gix is good. I think Gix is good. 
it, I just want to say, Ricky, at least you have beautiful ghosts. Okay, yeah, I do. Have which I'm, I'm new. I'm new here. I never had the good times. Your life, your life must suck now. But right. it was cool at one. <laughs> it point. was good at one time. And you know what? All right. And now you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> hey, which cats are we? Uh, uh I'm Skimbleshanks. You can obviously. be Skimbleshanks. Are, are you Skimbleshanks, or do you just want to be Skimbleshanks? No, I'm Skimbleshanks. Why are you Skimbleshanks? Chris is, Mr. Chris is Mr. Mistopheles. I think that's obviously true. <laughs> Um, and Ricky, uh, Ricky is just the cat who's just kind of just like showing everyone around. Oh, the, the like is random. No, I'm just, yeah, no, that's a I'm good not one. even a jellical cat. Ricky's just, uh, Ricky's Ian McKellen cat. Yeah. I want to be Jason Derulo. Ruckman, you're, you Derulo. you're Idris Elba. I'm McCavity. Yeah. Oh, you're man. McCavity, man. Okay. You've committed every cool crime magic. in the Scotland yard. Mm-hmm. I, Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, right, Ruckman, have you been captured by the Scotland Yard yet? I've not actually. Well, I think that that sells it, right? Uh huh. That's all I need to okay, hear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cats number right. three on our list. I'm I'm not cool enough to be Skimbleshanks. You're right. No, you could be. I don't. First of all, do anything that involves cool. railways. Right. <laughs> uh, I actually had an internship at BS. Uh, oh, that's true. You did. I have did have an internship at the railway company. That's right. I don't think you should have the mustache for it. You know, I think Skimbleshanks. I'm working be, on it though. Skimbleshanks needs to be older. Skimbleshanks needs to be like Skimbleshanks, like an old union <sighs> railway worker, and that's just not you. You know, I'm working on it. Okay, all right. Number two, diabolic intent. Yeah, yeah. What did we put in number one? Gix. Okay. It was Chris and my yeah, <laughs> number yeah. one. Yeah. Um, is number three Biggers in the Family Jewels? No. Yeah, you well, you guys both had it on your list, and I didn't. It's right? true, but I don't. I don't like it that high. Okay, we'll put it like five. Yeah, uh, I think I mean, you like, both had it as number three. Why don't you like it was your number three on your list? Okay, yeah, okay, fine. We'll put it at number three. Okay, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to throw you off course here. I mean, I'm just. I'm just saying. All right, the tape will show. The minutes will show. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, would, but now that we both set it at three, we're kind of just like, ah, oh, it was too. That was something just to get it on the it, list. It was kind of like a bluff check, right? It honestly, was a bluff check. Yeah. Okay. To be completely honest, <laughs> Are we I, put it, I put it at number three because oh, I thought okay. nobody else would put it. Yeah. And when Ruckman said it, I kind of was like, ah, oh, I really didn't want it at number three anymore. Right. You were medicating your top five because you're magic I, players and that's what you're doing. Huh? <laughs> I'm the only honest man left on this podcast. I am the I master. Wanted, I wanted Big Urza in this list. I did want yeah, Big yeah. Urza on this list. Um, I want Brushland at five. Only man, if I you just, also include River. Like, and Underground River? Like Brushland I just think the slash lands River are at five. I think the lands are hacks, man. I think that the lands are obviously No, they're good. hacks. They're hacks when they've been the number one pick for our like last three. T- like, and we've been wrong yeah, about let's, it let's every time. Out. Have we? I think no, number five though. Wrong. I think both of them at five is fine. Yeah, Bofa. Bofa. Bofa has been cold. All right. Uh, so number six has definitely got to be Brotherhood's End. Yeah, I think you're right with that card. Really, card card's real good. If you play it against Sack, you win. It kills all their ovens and all their like. Don't tell the Ricky. Don't tell them. That. <laughs> That's uh, the reason I'm playing it in Atlanta. <laughs> well, I'll keep mine. I've got a full art foil. I'm excited about it. Um, okay, you got to give me Hajar at seven or eight. I'll give you Hajar at like eight. But when the when the Karn van happens, he goes up to number one. Oh my god! When the Karn van happens, I think uh, Arcane Proxy I think that's is better when, than uh, any of the cards you guys are mentioning. 
And I think that a lot of people are a lot more. No, people. okay. The Claudio, the Claudio thinks Arcane proxy. proxy. Claudio thinks Arcane Proxy is good. I think proxy Flesh Forger is, is better than Proxy. Claudio has been called. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. It does. It means a lot. All right. Claudio was our was our uh, magma opus discoverer, as far as I'm concerned. This card. That's also not true. It only casts it like consider. No, it casts it casts back um, uh, something uh, that uh, costs fatal push. two. Yeah, fatal push. And you get like a two one. Yeah, and a free you, spell. You know what? You know what? Look, what's it? Look, what's that card from uh, the kicker card? Felden the third path, or whatever the founding of the third path. We didn't we didn't we play this game already? This card does nothing. No, that no, card is fine. But, first but of all, the the card the the kicker card for Zendikar that was the Snapcaster that won a pie bet is probably worse than this still, and that did see play. So maybe Chris is onto something here. Thank you, Ruckman. The Chris Ruckman that Alliance being, strong as that always. That being said, it saw his I think score. it's a number nine. I think Flesh Gorger goes number seven. All right, that's fine with me. I don't even know what that card does. So it has menace and life link. Okay, the three mana three three. I, I and, think Arcane Proxy is better. I think Arcane Proxy is better than that, but I will cede because I'm usually not the arguer. Chris doesn't like attacking his opponent. That's right. Chris I combo, attacks it I combo at strange at strange angles. That's right. Okay, we have all right number ten. We got one spot left. Uh, can we just, just be waifu Ashnod? Iconoclast, man. Y'all know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. No, city. Uh, that's, I was gonna say cityscape leveler. But that's a card target, man. I, I'd give you. I'd give you Mizra's command before I'll give you the like harder to cast same card as Pyromancer. Isn't it? Uh, isn't it better? Like I think it PC's makes PZ makes red sorcery. tokens. Yeah, but isn't PZ instant or sorcery? It is. What is a counterclast? Any non-creature. It's non-creature. Oh, which okay. could be relevant for you know I don't know what you're doing. No, you're right. You're right. Something. It's not much, but you get a planeswalker. You get a Healy out there, right? Like it combos better with the tokens. I do think Mishrix Command may, may make more sense. It does have a deck that it already goes in. Uh, Hear me out here, though. Okay, I'm here. Waifu Ashnod. Uh, I'm in for Waifu Ashnod, but I'm not I... in for her on this list. Yeah, <laughs> there's a I would, I would do. Make I would that. do Teething Wormlet over. I would do Waifu, Waifu Ashnod. Or the uh, no, that's it. That's what I would do. A lot of these other cards are cards for me. Oh, um, you know, you got Fauna Shaman. You got uh, Phyrexian Portal. Hear me out here. Uh huh. Recruitment officer. Uh, I want to put it. I like that recruitment officer in ten. Wait, hold on. Which one's recruit? It's got to be a white card, right? Okay. It's here. a it's a one mana two one that lets you look at the top cards of your deck and put more. That ability pieces. costs four. Can you guys count one, yeah. two, three, four? It's one below fifth. Yeah, but it's a one mana two one human. Yeah. There's already plenty of those. Yeah, but this one yeah, does this something. This is better than both. This one is a direct replacement <laughs> to it's, Raven Inspector. It's better than like the guy that just like what, what does Gideon even do? Gideon pays three mana to become indestructible. Like what this draws his cards for four mana. What about Harbin? I don't even know what that that is. That's the two mana three two with flying. Then if you have five or more soldiers, it gives your creatures. No, okay, no, no, no. Let's just make command. This up. Mitra's command. command. Give it there to you him. Go. Oh. Let's do it. Come on. You are. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. All right. The crew three top ten. Number ten. Mitra's command. Number nine. Yes. Arcane proxy. Number eight. Hajar loyal bodyguard. Soon to be number one with the card banning. 
Number seven, Flesh Gorger. Number six, Brotherhood Ends. Number five, Brushland slash Underground River. Number four, Misery Shadow. Number three, Urza and the Family Jewels. Number two, Diabolic Intent. And number one, Gix, Yogg, Moth, Praetor. Baller. Baller. Timely well, episode as well. Well, I think it is time to give away some sweet prizes. Give right? away time. Let's give them away. Give Wheel. them away. Give Wheel. Away now. Wheel. Wheel. All right. Wheel. To, uh, to make it so Chris doesn't yell at me for last time. Thank you. Uh, we're going to stop. With, start with the top prize and work our way down. There we go. All right. So this means the first prize we're giving away here is the mystery prize, which need I remind you is hopefully going to be a copy of the advent calendar. But it still remains a mystery. <laughs> See, but you're if, we if we could 100% this, right? If I could turn yeah. back time. If, if 100% it was the advent calendar, wouldn't it be way more fun to give away 30 individually wrapped packs of one card that could or could not be foiled? No, because that's just a lot to deal with mailing out. It's true. Okay, go ahead. Spin the wheel. Also, stream us the wheel. I want to see the wheel. Right, stream the wheel. Please. It's not, there's not, there's way too many entries for it to be a wheel. Okay. Okay. Stream I'm just what? having to do a stream. Yeah, I'm just, having, stream. I'm just having to do a number generator. Number generator. Wheel. Wheel. Number generator. Wheel. Number generator. Number generator. Number generator. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Number generator and mystery prize. 37. That is going to Bridger. Oh, oh Bridger gets the mystery Bridger. prize. I believe Bridger funded the mystery prize, right? Yeah, Bridger, Bridger put us over into the mystery prize. Yeah. There you go. So funnily enough. Justice. All right. Um, in order, I'm just gonna keep going. I'm just gonna go again without readjusting the numbers. All right, no, th- I have no all 37. The, yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, no. Right. Bridge is just kind of out of the running the now. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. What's the next prize? Uh, all right. Uh, next prize is a complete set of the Pioneer Challenger decks. <laughs> okay. Ooh, no prize. No prize. There we go. This is going to G Love. Wow. G Love will get go. a complete set of the four 2022 Pioneer Challenger decks. And a Big handwritten note baller. from Ruckman's mom. That's right. <laughs> Sponsored by Nate's mom. Sponsored by Nate's mom. Uh, all right. Next prize is the standard legal draft booster box of the winner's choice. This one is going to. Roll again. Roll. Oh. Oh. Wheel. Wheel. Oh. Wheel. Wheel. Oh. Wheel. Oh. Wheel. Oh. Wheel. Oh. Wheel. Oh. 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 No. Oh, that one was good. That was a good. No. Uh. That was a good one. We got a good uh, one. No. We got a winner. We got a winner. People's. No. Uh. No. We actually didn't. Hold oh on. wow. I messed up the numbers. You, well, you could readjust. Do the chapin where you like readjust the numbers. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me redo numbers real yeah, quick. Yeah. Sounds good. Time for some quick math. Do a little Jeopardy. Did you know they had a meeting uh, recently, no. like a couple oh. like months ago, okay. where they were they were like discussing rules changes to Jeopardy, right? And uh, they didn't actually the big rules change that was pr- like brought forward didn't actually no pass. fighting. Oh, okay. The the rule was uh, they were going to make a rule where you could not access uh, questions that still had questions on top of them. What? Yeah, they were going to try to make that a rule because they're tired of people. Oh, the, right. the thing is, the game theory. The thing is, people are now just only going for the bottom row 
clearing out the bottom row and then working their way up, right, and right. skipping categories. Hunting their and you're hunting for the daily hunting double. Hunting the daily strategy. double, right. Yeah, yeah. And also building a bigger bank to bet on your daily double. Right, right. But right. also the thing is that people are uh like when people play at home, they feel smart when they get them right. And the questions are designed in a category that when you start at the top and go to the bottom, like it'll help you work through the category. Like the harder questions get easier. Sure. So it makes it more fun to watch when people go in order of the questions. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what happened what happened to that podcast you were doing? That's not I don't do that anymore. That's fair enough. We gotta do uh, our own. Yeah, we'll do we'll do our own. Chris, uh, but the Chris and Ricky the, uh, the rule they did change mm-hmm. is they What's made the, it so that uh whenever so in Jeopardy if you run a category, right? Right. They put on the applause light and they pause for the uh for like the studio audience to clap for you for running the category nice. and they call it out, right? They right. go congratulations on running the category. Yeah. They made a rules change because currently that never happens because they jump around so much. Right. That they will remember if you have run the category, no matter which order you answer the questions in. So oh, okay. if sure. over the course of the round you got all five in one category correct, they will still pause and they will do the congratulations on running the category thing, which is the only change they made to the game. But they, they are considering making changes to the game. Yeah. Didn't Ken Jennings like give away an answer in one of the games like recently? Probably. Sounds like they they it's it's a tough job, okay? <clears throat> yeah. It, it looks my, easy. How's the numbers man going? We're numbers are done. Numbers are ready. All right, all right, all right. Spin. All right, all right. This is once again for the booster box. Um uh, 51 is going to Drum roll. Uh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, it's going to <laughs> Phil underscore E. Phil underscore E, booster box. There we go. Of their choice, right? Because we hit the goal or something? Yes. The standard legal draft booster box of their choice. Wow, a mm, box. Probably made. Dominaria. I tell you what, I'm yeah. just saying for, for uh, all the generosity given, pretty sweet to throw in a couple bucks and get a box, you know? All right, this is for the pack of Moonlit Lands. Pack of this is Moonlit actually a real Lands. sweet prize. Yeah. And this one is going to number 22. This is going to Bink Saki. Binks. Hey. There we go. Longtime listener. First time winner of Moonlit Lands. All right. Uh, I, if there's, if there is anyone to win, like, there is one person that would be really funny if they win this run in six. Yeah. And, uh, is it I hope they do. Uh, it's not me. I hope, I hope the person <laughs> who wins this is who I think, who I want is it to Is it Merrily Ruckman? It's not Merrily Ruckman. <laughs> uh, Merrily Ruckman would have been eligible to win the mystery prize. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I wouldn't have given it to myself, but I did have one entry in this giveaway when I was testing our – when I was trying to test our alert box that stopped this working for whatever reason. This is true. You did donate to test the alert box. Uh, all right. Uh, number oh, – Wow. Roll. No, that was that was for me. I won the Renin 6, guys. Oh, <laughs> my God. Can you believe it? All right. Number four – which means Kevman does in fact Kevman. win win the run and six. Oh, run and six. Numero quattro. Hashtag definitely not rigged. Hashtag not rigged. We don't rig the system. Google rigged the All system. All right. All right. Last one. Last one here. All right. This is for the standard legal collector booster of the winner's choice. And this one is going to uh, 44. This is going to Rose Emoji. Rose. Hey. Big Rose. There we go. Let's see that opening of the Brothers War Collector Booster. That Let's you see it. Win. Put it on uh, yeah. Playing Pioneer. Playing Pioneer, yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you once again to everyone who donated. We knocked out of the park this year. It's so much fun for us. We love doing it, guys. It was, uh, yeah, amazing. Amazing yeah. to see all the generosity from people. All right. Well, we will come back to the Patreon mailbag next week. We'll kind of use this instead of the Patreon mailbag this week. So be sure to go. Wonderful. Thank you to all of our supporters. Patreon.com slash Crew3MTG. Buy wonderful tiers available. And uh, like I said, we're going to skip it this week. But usually we have a section where every patron can ask a question that we pull from and answer from the Patreon mailbag, which is a special channel on the Discord that you get access to once you become a patron. Just make sure you have your pa- your Discord name in your Patreon account so we know who to add. And if you are a patron and aren't a member of the Patreon role, go ahead and at me or message me, and I will make sure you get that. And we also have some other wonderful tiers available that aren't just that, including exclusive content and the monthly swag bag, which will be going out this weekend as well for the month of November. So I also want to say thank you to everyone week in, week out. This has been episode 150 of Crew 3, a Pioneer podcast. And we couldn't be doing this without all of you wonderful listeners at home. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your generosity, your kindness, and being just an awesome, awesome community as always. Uh, gentlemen, where can they find you on the socials? Hey, you can find me. I've been picking up some new followers recently on the tweeters. Uh, not yet. Uh, Twitter blue verified for $8 yet, but maybe one day at it's underscore Christmas and Christmas has no T. About you, Ricky? You can find me on Twitter at also Steve. I'll probably do a Atlanta thread on Saturday uh, until I just completely scrub out or win the whole thing. And I'm too go. busy right. to tweet. I'll have to hire somebody else to tweet for me then. Can't wait to see it. And, of course, you can find me at Crew3Podcast on the Twitter's right around our official Twitter page there and talk about all sorts of other stuff outside of Pioneer and Magic. And, of course, you can find us at Crew3MTG on YouTube where I host the Pioneer Progression Series. And hopefully, if I can find some time, start posting up some deck text, things like that again because I kind of miss doing those. And you can find Ricky over on our Twitch page, Twitch dot uh, tv slash crew three mtd treatment all sorts of stuff and maybe i might pick up the the uh the nuzlocke run again because i did enjoy doing that but well i'm hoping to get back to him at some point soon and uh like ricky will be streaming uh, his progression opening as we keep moving forward on that so the progression episode that we aired on extra life will be up on youtube by the time you've heard this this podcast so be sure if you didn't watch it extra life to go check it out there i do apologize for how we had to do it this week um some sort of gremlins got in the audio, and Ricky's audio is missing from our gameplay. Maya was missing from the deck tech, so Ricky and I, uh, I'm just uploading Ricky and I's commentary over the episode that we did on Extra Life. Uh, but hopefully we'll be back to the normal episode uh, with cons when that comes out here over, probably on Thanksgiving weekend roundabouts. I, I trash talk Ruckman so hard it deleted the audio. That is true. That is true. He did. It did delete the audio. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all next week, and good luck to all you playing in Atlanta. Bye. Bye. Bye.